Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, fellow gamers, and welcome to the Multiplayer Gaming Podcast. We are so excited to have you here with us today. We are a group of three dads who are lifelong gamers, and on Thursdays like today, we break down the recent gaming news that we found most interesting. If you have not already done so, please take a second to rate our show five stars, leave a written review, follow us on socials everywhere at Multiplayer Pod, and come check out some ways that you can support our show on Patreon. Support starts at five bucks a month, and you'll get some amazing perks like two bonus episodes every month and a shout out on the show. You can sign up at MultiplayerSquad.com. All right, I am your host, Paul, and joining me, he's just joined the United Citizen Federation, and he's doing his part by taking on the arachnids head on to help protect humanity. It's Michael. The only good bug is a dead bug. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Ooh, we got some Starship Troopers talk. I did not see go. this on the radar. It's going to be fun. And then joining me and Michael, he's just crashed his ship on a moon of Jupiter called Callisto. He's been thrown in a jail and he's fighting against prisoners infected with an unknown disease. It's Josh. Hey, hey, hey I'm really glad to be here. <laughs> on the ship. <laughs> oh dear <laughs> i see the stuttering has spread from callisto to uh to our podcast recording oh my goodness guys what a what a week for news how yeah. dare you also paul how dare you introduce me using any kind of callisto protocol reference he's got callisto yeah. madness <laughs> <laughs> all right so in, anyone out there who's not aware the callisto protocol which was one of our most anticipated games of the entire year we've been talking about it these last few months josh and i absolutely loved dead space we could not wait for this release it came out on december 2nd and guys this is like probably the worst pc port of like a triple a AAA title in a very long time maybe ever like, what, where, where do we even start with this? I mean, supposedly the game runs completely fine on PS5. It does not run great on Xbox, but we're PC gamers, and this game was basically unplayable from second one. Yeah, I, it's like Gotham Knights did it right. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, man. Ouch. Ouch. Um... So let, let, let me just tell you guys a little story. Let, let's 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 set the stage for people a little bit here. So we're all super hyped for Callisto Protocol. 
I had told my wife, my family, I was like, oh, man, this new game that we're super excited about comes out on Friday. I can't wait to play it. My kid was having a sleepover with one of her friends. So I was like, okay, well, you know, they're going to be busy. Like, I'm not going to need to be dad, you know, for most of the night, stuff like that. So I was super excited, man. Get home. I preloaded Callisto Protocol. I get home. I'm pulling it up. The the joy is just welling up within me. I'm like, yes, it's Callisto (laughs) Protocol, man. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, look, they've got a benchmark. Like, that's cool. Let me see how my system runs. I run the benchmark. And anytime the camera starts to pan on the benchmark, it stutters and drops frames like you could not imagine. And then I went, ah, it's just a benchmark tool. Maybe it's not really optimized, whatever. I get into the game. I start loading the game. And it is absolute garbage, man. I the mean, opening, the opening garbage. Dude, right. the cutscene was <laughs> stuttering. I finally got to control my character. If I pan the camera at all, it would chop, 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 stutter, 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 and then whip around. And it's like all of a sudden I'm facing another direction. And I just went like, what the heck is this? So I start looking. I'm like, is something running in the background? Is something updating? Like, what's happening? And then it just kept going and it kept going. And slowly inside of me, this like rage meter was slowly filling up <laughs> and slowly filling up. And so I went, something has to be wrong. So I go to, I do what any reasonable person would do. I go to the internet and I Google like Callisto protocol stuttering. And what do I see is just thousands upon thousands of PC gamers saying this game is unplayable uh, in its current form. And I went, no, this can't be. This this can't be, man. It can't be this bad. Like, I have had... I We've all seen the game reviews. We've all seen the people that are like, oh, I'm trashing this game because it runs like poo on my, my computer from 2001. Right. Yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. like, dude, that's your computer from 2001. That's your problem. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, you can't fault the game because you're playing it on a potato at that point. But this, like we have beefy PCs, man. I mean, my computer is not absolute top of line, but it's it's in the upper like eighty percent. There is absolutely no reason for this. So then I'm just I'm peeved, man, because this is such a widespread thing, and it's like people are going, "This isn't like where you just edit your ini file or you fix it. It's an easy fix. Oh, just turn off Windows Defender and it'll all be better." Kind of thing. This is like this is an obvious known issue. People. Gamers are smart, man. They figured out this is because it's running on Unreal Engine 4. They do not compile shaders, uh, you know, when you launch the game or any of that stuff. So basically what happened is we come to find out that the developers of Callisto Protocol, Crofton, Crofton Studios, Crafton Studios, something like yeah, that, whatever, Crafton whoever is the publisher. Yeah, yeah. They basically just went, forget you guys. We're going to release this game. And we'll let you deal with the issues on this game. And I lost it, man. Right. I went, I, I was so mad at that point that I was legitimately going off. We have a we have a friends group discord. And I, I mean, I was I was so livid at the fact that, that you would release this game in this state knowing the fact that they knew that this would be an issue and did nothing about it. 
absolutely sent me over the edge. Paul, I'm pretty sure that at one point you actually put, this is the most mad I think I've ever seen Josh right. in my yeah, life. I did. I posted that. I said, Josh has never been this mad as long as I've known him. Dude, Dude like you were tweeting. Caps. Well, Josh is like <laughs> tweeting at Striking Distance Studios. Josh left a Steam review, I which I've never that. seen. I've left like three Steam wow. reviews in my 40 years of life, man. Like, I yeah. just don't, I don't do this uh, stuff. But the review bomb was justified. I was, dude, I was so mad. And, and, and here is why, right? I get that games are difficult pieces of technology. I understand that. We've all been gamers for a long time. I am willing to overlook a lot of garbage in a game. Cyberpunk burned me once. Callisto Protocol burned me twice. And I, I am at the point now where I will never forgive you. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, well, and it's, I'm just done. It's interesting, too, when you look at like back, uh, you know, the, so-and-so's computer from 2001. So the system requirements for this game, I'll read them off real fast. You need a core I, uh, uh, Intel Core i5-8400 or Ryzen 5-2600, a GeForce GTX 1060 or an AMD Radeon 580 to run this game. That's Yet the we're minimum people, requirements. Yeah, That's right, not the but, recommended. <laughs> right. But we're seeing, for, which are, those, aren't, those aren't big requirements. Those are, a 1060 is an old card and it's a base model. There wasn't even a 1050. They didn't have the 50 series until I think the 20, 2000 series, right? But people are running this game on 40 plus, like the four, the four, the 4000 series and it's unplayable, like completely, like completely trash, which is funny because like I was like, okay, no problem. They'll put out a patch or something like that. Josh, tomorrow you'll be able to play. I was getting ready to pull the trigger on my PlayStation 5 because I'm like, okay, if I can't pay it, play it on the PC, I have a PS5. I'm going to buy it on that. Looks like it's good to go. And then it's so bad that the three of us here are like, we probably can't deep dive this game right now because it's unplayable, like literally unplayable. If you try to play it, it's not just annoying. Josh was talking about the camera swinging all the way around. You can't face and your objective or do what you're trying to do if you literally you cannot control your character because it's so bad. What a disappointment. What a bunch of trash. And of course, they've put out, they've already put out a patch yesterday, right? They're putting out a patch today. But even most articles, I, I read something even from Forbes, a business magazine, who's like, oh, this and that, not looking good, blah, blah. Um, but everybody's saying like, oh, this looks like it's going to be like, yeah, the patch yesterday helped a little bit, but it's going to be multiple patches they're going to have to do to get this game even to run. It's yeah. sickening. Sickening. There's a few things here that just don't make any sense to me. And this was where Josh and I both tried playing at basically the same time. I think Josh had like a 20 minute head start on me and Josh was already saying like, this is unplayable. This is awful. And I'm launching mine thinking, well, my goodness, Josh has a 3080. I only have a 2080. There's no way this is going to run for me. Right. And, and what's weird is that the game will run at 60 frames a second. As long as you aren't moving or you just barely move. <laughs> but yeah, as soon as you start panning, the game goes completely haywire. So supposedly the issue when you're not pre-compiling shaders and, you know, none of us here are programmers or developers. This is just from what I've read. Basically, it means every time that you see a new asset for the first time, it has to compile. And so when you turn your head to look at that picture on the wall that you've never seen, the game has to compile it. So it causes a stutter. Well, guess what? It's going to constantly have to compile new assets all the time. And so a lot of people were saying, even with the patch, they thought it improved things, but I guess they didn't reinstall the game. 
And so there were already assets that they've looked at and compiled. And so uh, a lot of people thought that it, it initially helped, but then the longer they played, it even got worse and worse. I mean, things got so bad that this game was rocking a 20% approval score on Steam. That is now up to 54%. I think a lot of people are trying to now swing the pendulum the other way for people who are able to run it. I mm. guess some people can run this half decently. Um, the three of the, the three people in our friend group, me, Josh, and our buddy Steve, we all had exactly the same problem. And so we just told Michael, don't even buy it. Don't buy yep. it on PS5 or anywhere because we're not going to deep dive it right now. It's just not playable. And it's completely inexcusable because here, yes, you do have Striking Distance Studios, which is new, but it's run by Glenn Schofield, who I've talked about before. He's one of my gaming heroes. He's a titan of the industry. I don't know if this was just like them trusting the wrong people for the PC port or just not overseeing it enough. I, I don't understand how a lot of reviewers got copies of this game. They're able to write a review and it was playable. There's a lot of positive reviews from critics out there on Callisto. So what the heck happened? Why, why right. is it not running for 95% of us? But the reviewers seemed clueless. Striking distance studios seemed clueless. What on earth happened? I still, I still have no clue how it's this bad. Yeah, it's it's something changed clearly because it, it's not like every single person doing a review was given a PlayStation Five and a copy on the PS Five to run it because apparently that's the only thing that runs it right, which is weird because obviously PC we know the issues there, but Xbox, the Xbox and the PlayStation are not hardware wise very different. So Te why technically the, the Xbox the Series X is more powerful than the PS Five, right? I so I may have gone down this very dark rabbit hole of rage <laughs> and loathing uh, at the time because I was super super ticked by this because number one there's no excuse there is absolutely zero excuse this is not there's a not. this is not an issue that affects like three percent of hardware users right like again I'm a patient guy we have been in gaming for decades and i get it you know what i mean as far as that goes so it's like uh, there is just a certain amount of built-in patience that you have to have especially on launch day man like i i get that you know but this is inexcusable this is widespread a hundred percent of pc users were experiencing this stutter issue because it was inherent into the engine of the game itself and the developers basically said we do not care we'll wait until there is an outcry and then we'll patch it right Here's the issue. So they came out on day one and said, we have heard reports that a few users may be experiencing stuttering issues. We'll have a patch for you later today. Number one, not a few, 100%. Right. That's a lie. Number two, if you have a patch that you can release six hours later, you freaking knew about this issue ahead of right. time. There's no programmer in the world that can patch a game within six hours of release and go, oops, sorry about that. We didn't know, but here you go. Well, I think what happened was, and whether or not this is true or whatever, you can you know make up in your own mind, but they came out and said that one of the programmers in the rush to get the game uploaded to Steam that they accidentally patched the wrong file and uploaded all of Callisto. Then essentially what they had to do was reverse what they did to that one file and re-upload the whole game to Steam. Now, 
you would think that that would then fix the game and make it right. fully playable, but it's still not. It's like not. some people can say that they can now play it, but there's still a lot of people that are saying it's just as bad. It didn't help me at all. Some people say it just helped marginally. So that's what I don't get. So like for them to do a quick fix like that makes sense to me where they say, well, we looked at the logs. Someone accidentally goofed on this one file. So let's fix that. That, that could be a very fast fix, but they haven't fixed it. So that's the thing. Like they either were completely ignorant of how bad it ran, in which case it's a little bit of incompetence or they just didn't care. I mean, maybe they were so focused on the consoles and maybe they just trusted this other corner to port it. And that's where the problem was. That's why I said maybe they just trusted the wrong people. But I mean, the buck stops with them. They're in charge of this right. game and we got it's a product that's game. unplayable. Yep. We all refunded it. I, I, dude, like, I, I was mad and I don't generally like show my madness, you know, as far as that goes. But in this case, it was so obvious that they knew about this issue that they put this game out and let people give them $60 for a broken product that they knew was broken. They had, this is true. They had Sony developers come into their studio Mm -hmm. and help them optimize Callisto protocol so that it would run well on the PS five and it paid off and it paid off in spades. I get that. You know what I mean? Like you want to do that. That's fine. But then how at the same vein do you not go to Microsoft and say, Microsoft, we need your help. We have this AAA <laughs> title that yeah. we are touting. It's got a Times Square billboard that they tweeted about. Right. You know what I mean? This is not some indie developer that's you know a two-man operation working on a game. So why did they not go to Xbox and say, hey, help us optimize this game? Why did they not go to a company that handles PC ports and go, help us optimize this game? You know why? Because they would have had to delay the game. And they're trying Mm, to get this mm. game out before Christmas, and they absolutely must get Callisto Protocol out before the Dead Space remake. And so what do they do? They say, push it. Push the game. We'll deal with the backlash. We'll fix it. Everybody will go away. It's the same crap that happened with Battlefield 2042. It's the same crap that happened with Cyberpunk 2077. We saw it with No Man's Sky six years ago. You know what I mean? You cannot continue to abuse and take advantage of gamers and push broken products and think that that's okay. Now, I have heard, because I have been obsessed with this over the last few days, because I'm still ticked is that this patch did help a lot of people. A lot of people said, hey, so now when you play the Callisto Protocol after the patch, the main menu of the game will stutter and stagger and lag like you wouldn't believe because what they did is they pushed the pre-compiling of the shaders to up front in the game. Now, anybody that's ever played Call of Duty Warzone knows exactly what (laughs) pre-compiling shaders is because it takes 10 minutes when Uh you want to play Warzone for the first time or after a big patch. It takes 10 minutes for Warzone to pre-compile those shaders before you can play. And if you try to play, what does it say? It says, hey, you can't play because we're still compiling shaders. So, So basically, that's what Callisto Protocol did, right? Why didn't you do that in the first place? You knew. You knew this was an issue. They knew, and they let it happen. And you put it out there anyway. And I'm so sick of it that basically what I did is I started whining like a little kid, and I said, (laughs) forget you, Cluster Protocol. You're not getting my money. I'm refunding this game. You do not get a second chance for me. Forget you guys. You know what I mean? And you can (laughs) say, hey, it was a mistake. No, it wasn't. You did it on purpose. I'm not playing your game. 
the, the weird That's thing to me. That's all I can me, do, right? That's all I can yeah. do. I mean, as a person, I can right. just say I'm voting with my wallet. I'm voting with my my behavior towards the game at this point. And I know that it might sound whiny to some people, but I'm so sick of this trend in gaming of releasing broken video games, taking people's money with the promise that you'll fix it. You know, right. and do they fix it? Yes, most game companies do fix it. But I'm at the point now where I don't care. It's like I'm not going to pay you to do that to me at this point. Okay, so in a second here, we're going to have to take our break. But there are a couple of lessons to learn from this. First of all, you got to stop pre-ordering games. Because when you buy a game, you're not an investor. You are buying a product, and that product should be finished. It's not fair to buy a game and then wait three years for them to fix it. Like, this is the thing that makes no sense to me from the ground up, is that they have said that they want this to basically be like a live service game for the next four years, that they're going to keep pumping out new content that you can buy. You can get you can get the season pass and buy it all up front. And then they release this game, and it's not playable, and you're going to have to wait forever. So just don't pre-order games. Wait and find out how the game is performing. I don't know if all the journalists were like in on this. Like, did everyone feel like there must be something wrong with my PC and this game must run well for everyone? So I'm just going to write this review as if it ran well, or are they all in on it? Did they all get a different build when the game ran right? I just, I feel like we still have no idea what happened here. It's just, it's crazy. Might not ever know. Yeah, we we'll may not. Oh, I know. They pushed a right. broken product because they were under a deadline <laughs> right. and they can't come out the day before release and say, hey, guys, we know we said Callista Protocol is supposed to release on this day, but we have to push it back a day because what happens? Right? Everybody goes, Rah! right? And everybody gets really mad because we don't like delays. If they had, and, and here's the, the change in mindset, and we'll move on after this because I know I'm, I'm ranting at this point. But <laughs> if they had come out and said, PC users, we, we're really sorry, but we, we just identified an issue that is causing our game to have major performance issues. We are going to patch it. It will release tomorrow. Please forgive us, but we want you to have a good product. Fine. Fine. Right. I, you know, yeah, we'll go, oh, that sucks. And I was hoping to play this on a Friday night and blah, blah, blah. But it, we'll be over it. But instead, what you did is you pushed it. Now look at your game. You've got a, I don't know, would you say it was 50% mixed review rating on Steam? Yeah, right you now know, it's 54. People, people yeah. like me that have just had enough, this was the straw that broke the camel's back. I'm not going to buy Callisto Protocol. Maybe in a year when it's 20 bucks on sale or something like that, maybe I'll buy it then because I'll have forgiven them at that point and I want to see what the game's about. But it, it just it, this is a trend that's got to stop. Yeah. And even seeing clips like on Xbox where there's no faces in the mirrors and stuff like that is just yeah. so oh, goofy. Yeah. I don't, I don't yep. know what happened with this game. All right. Well, we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back with some more multiplayer gaming podcast. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, 
as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, we are now back. We're still running hot. I still feel the energy in the air. Uh, but let's go on to our next news story here. Maybe this will be a little bit more fun to talk about. Starship Troopers. All right. I don't know if you guys are fans of the movie. I love it. It's one of my favorite movies. One of my favorite writers and directors of that movie. Um, but they are coming out with a co-op first-person shooter. It's going to have 12-person squads where you hop in for a match. And I feel like there's such a focus on PvP in the first-person shooter world, that this is kind of fun. It's kind of nostalgic mm-hmm. to get this co-op FPS game. I mean, we, we can talk separately about whether or not this game looks good, but in general, I love the idea of coming out with more co-op first-person shooter content. I love this idea. Um, there was another game, Aliens Fire Team, that yes. came out. We had talked about it a little bit. It looked really good. You know, the reviews were kind of mediocre. It's okay. It. It's, it's, it's repetitive. But that's another game that, like, caught my interest instantly because what's more fun than shooting aliens? Shooting aliens with right. friends, right? The co-op <laughs> right. nature of games really is fun to me. And I think the thing that set this off for me is the 12-player co-op. Yes, yeah. Developers yes. do not do this anymore. And I'll tell you what, I will buy this game simply for the fact that you are going to let me play this game with as many friends as I want to play it with. And I think that is going to lead to some phenomenal fun. And that's all we're really looking for anyway, right? Yeah, I, I think that it's it's the same reason that I really latched on to Deep Rock Galactica so fast. I almost, It sounded like it's a Galactica, but it's Deep Rock Galactic. <laughs> um, fun with words. Um, no, but it's one of the reasons I latched on to that so fast is I'm like, hold on a minute. I get to play a shooter, which I'm not good at FPS. We've talked about it on the show, mostly just because I'm just slow to aim and people are just better than me. They're smarter than me. They eat their Wheaties in the morning. They do a good job. Um, but playing against AI and stuff like that, I have a great time still playing shooters with friends, but I, I prefer to do it in a co-op like that. This looks great. That looks so much fun. You know, like as far as just running around with my friends, 12 people, like yeah. 11 other friends. It's a big group. Like we don't have to limit. That's one of the problems of Deep Rock Galactic is it seems like there's always five people that want to play. And I'm like, I'll sit this one out, guys. I'll just kind of come in or whatever. 12, like, no. And is it? I, I didn't see. Is it up to 12? Can you play it's with four? It's up to 12. You don't have to have 12 people. That would actually be a problem. Great, great yeah, that you right? can have 12 people. But if you had to have 12 people, that would be an issue. because it's Well, an- if you had to have 12, they'd just matchmake you and play with random people that weren't your friends. You know what I mean? Which is cool because it's like if the three of us want to play, let's do it. Um, we can talk about the gameplay a little bit if we want yeah. to. I don't know if we're going yeah. to or not, but I got super excited by the trailer. Super excited by the trailer. Love the trailer because I'm like, oh, this is this is this is very Verhoeven esque Starship Troopers. They look like they came right out of the movie. You know, like it's definitely the same character design, everything like that. 
when I watched the gameplay trailer, I was a little bit like, okay, but what happens? Because it seems like the entire gameplay trailer, they're just shooting from range far away, and the bugs don't seem to be doing anything. These bugs will be scary, hopefully, and they will be, like, goring out on your friends and stuff. But the gameplay, I was like, hopefully it's more than just you shooting from far away at the bugs. Yeah. <laughs> to, to be fair, everything is labeled that it's alpha footage, so it's not the final product yet. I don't know about you guys. I kind of got, like... um Star Wars Battlefront vibes, like especially the really old Battlefront games from the mid two thousands. It's it's almost a little tower defense like tower in a way defense also. is exactly yeah. what I was yeah. going to say. If if one of you guys didn't mention it, I was going to bring <laughs> that up. Yeah, there's like them putting down traps. They're intentionally funneling all the bugs into these choke points, and I thought that that all sounds like a lot of fun. I will say I had the same reaction as Michael. The AI, at least as of yet, didn't look fantastic. The graphics looked okay. I have it on, like, uh, let's wait and see. Mm-hmm. But I got really excited. The whole idea of a co-op first-person shooter, sign me up. As long as it doesn't look completely awful, I'm planning on picking this one up. I'm with you. I, you know, there, it did it did look unfinished, I guess is the, the polite way to say it. And they kind of said, Hey, this is all alpha footage. So it is unfinished. So take that with a grain of salt there. Um, beyond the 12 player aspect, it was, it did look like this is a horde defense type shooter. Um, I got very strong tower great. defense vibes, but I love tower defense games, especially right. like in a co-op nature, um, which I thought was really cool. And they did. They showed people plopping down turrets. At one point, you could see like a little electrical gate that yeah. they were funneling <laughs> like the bugs through mm-hmm. and it would slow down the bugs and stuff like that. Um, so I'm with you, Paul. This has my interest peaked a lot. Um, the the big selling point for me is the 12 player aspect of it because at that point if it's just fun it's just fun you know you don't need super good graphics I think you have to have a fun gameplay so if it's just holding down left click until you have to reload and then holding down left click that's not that great but they did right. say that they're going to have classes um, which I think adds a lot to it they're going to have classes of bugs. Right. Yes, right, that's exactly. Right, yep. Right. So then you're going to have bugs that lob plasma and then you're going to have the melee bugs and stuff like that. And, and then one of the things bug. that they saw that they did mention that they're working on because the game is coming out in early access next year. And then they said they expect it to be in early access for a year before it fully releases. So we're probably looking at early 2024 for the release of this game. But they were saying that some of the things they're working on is you know, a wider range of classes, a wider range of bugs. That's all stuff that you want to see because that's what adds to the longevity and the replayability of a game like this. Also means that their game might be fundamentally in really good shape to where they're already thinking ahead on like, hey, here's what we can do next. Let's add these bugs. Let's add some kind of great big brain bug or something like that. I'll tell you two things I want. Two things I want from this game for me to call it a success uh, from our inevitable probably early access deep dive. One, at some point, there has to be an audio clip of Sky Marshal Tahatmaru saying, to defeat the bug, we must understand the bug. <laughs> and also, I want a Neil Patrick Harris cameo. Give me some MPH. Oh, go watch Starship Troopers if you've never yes. seen it. It's so funny. It's a great satire on fascism and everything. It's, it's a great, it's great watch. Fun fact, that's, that is the, my wife and I, when we met, I asked her out on a date the next day and the very, our very first date was to go see Starship Troopers. No. Yep, sure was. <laughs> that's great. Epic, well, dude. Well, this is one of the very few games where we're excited to see bugs. We get to yeah, shoot right? them. And, uh, I think what would make this game really great is if it ends up being really frenetic toward the end of these matches. I don't know if you have to like 
hold off a certain number of bugs or a certain number of minutes. But if things start getting stressful where you and your buddies are all yelling and you're running yes. around and get the West Gate, run to the West Gate, like that's what's going to make the game special. And I hope it's not just like too easy. I hope that you're able to play it where it's actually challenging. And that's where I think the fun is going to be had. Yeah. yeah, And hopefully you and your friends don't go the way of Port Joe Smith. <laughs> exactly. Come yep. on. There's, uh, I, I have to keep throwing in Starship Trooper references. I haven't seen it in a couple of years. You're, you're like, you're shaking the dust off as you're that's mentioning That's the Mormon it. fort that gets massacred at the very yes. beginning of the movie. Yes. Like Port Joe Smith. Like, oh, Mormon settlers. And it's like, what the, why'd you pick on the Mormons? Like, that's just really mean. Just watch <laughs> the first five minutes of this movie on YouTube. I'm sure there's clips. It's, it's so funny. You'll understand if you like it or not in the yeah. first five minutes anyways. It definitely sets what the movie is going to be like. All right, so we are, are are very quickly running out of time here, but I did want to mention one other story here. That way everyone can be aware of it. This might sound a little bit like an ad, but it's not. Uh, we don't have any sponsors here for this episode. But Valve announced that they are going to be giving away a Steam Deck every single minute during the Game Awards. Yes. And so basically you just have to opt into this. You have to then have the Game Awards open through Steam and have that up and running. And let's just say that last year, it was more than three hours. So this is a lot of Steam Decks that they're giving away for free. And we just want to make sure all of you guys are aware of that so you can enter and maybe get a free Steam Deck. Um, the Game Awards are going to air on December 9th which is tomorrow if you're listening on the day of release. So you can very quickly opt in for that. But what a cool little thing that you can win. Yeah, and it, this is, you're not selling your information kind of opt-in thing. This is literally just in your Steam account. All you have to do is say, I want I want in, and then you have to watch. I think that's the big draw is they want people watching the Game Awards, so maybe that's why they're doing this giveaway. But I mean, last year, the Game Awards went for over three hours. Um, and so, you know, a little bit of simple math, that's over 180 Steam Decks that yeah. they're likely to give away for free. And what's the going rate on a Steam Deck? Four, five hundred bucks? Because these are the five hundred and twelve gigabyte models. These oh, are the five twelve. It's five hundred eighty dollars. Yeah, so this is no slouch of a thing they're giving away here either. So on the off chance that you're listening to this and you remember to sign up, man, we'd love for some of our listeners to win a free Steam Deck. So that's kind of why we're bringing it up is just uh hey, don't forget to go click that register button and get in on this. Yeah, easily I can say that if you don't know that you want a Steam Deck, you want a Steam Deck. I've got one. I love it. It runs almost every game very, very well. Um, if you're using like a third-party um, dock to put on your TV, that's the only not time I ever noticed performance issues when I was trying to load like a AAA game. But overall, as a handheld version, you can play anything on it. Um, also, like from a business standpoint, this is pretty smart because I can kind of see what happens here. The Video Game Awards are like, hey, listen you know what, we'll cover your cost, Steam, on Steam decks or whatever if you give them away or give you a little bit above just to filter all these people in. Because what's the math on that? 500 times 180? I don't know. That's that's hard math, right? 1,800 divided by 2 is... Um, shoot, I should have asked such a hard question. Now we got this weird pause going on here while Paul figures it out. Uh, <laughs> this is why I, I never I, ask I, math I want questions. Michael to do all this math manually. I was going to say, we'll wait. Yeah. Well, wait. It's nine hundred. <laughs> it's nine hundred thousand dollars. Ninety thousand dollars. Ninety thousand dollars worth of Steam decks are given away, right? Um. So if you think about that, like ninety grand to potentially get like another million people watching the Game Awards, that's really good advertising money spent. Yeah, it, it, it makes sense. And I had no plans to buy a Steam Deck. 
I'll play the heck out of a free one, though. I'll yeah. tell you that yeah, much. Dude. I would love to get a Steam Deck. so great. I was yeah. going to say, you guys know I don't do much mobile gaming, <laughs> but if I won me a free Steam Deck, you know yeah. I'd be sitting on the couch playing or late yeah. in bed playing. I'd be like, also like, I'm a mobile gamer, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, one of, the, one of the things I love the most, and not to keep touting it, is that I can start a game on my computer, and if I don't feel like playing on my computer anymore, I can go lay down on the couch and play it handheld because Steam has the cloud saves. You can just go back and forth seamlessly, which is... It's just such a nice thing to be able to do because I can't do that from PC to like my Switch. Yeah. And also look at it from Valve's perspective. They're getting free press like this where now people are finding out more about the Steam Deck and finding out more about how you can watch the game awards through Steam. So it really just seems to be like a win-win all around. So just, hey, you don't even have to watch the game awards. Just have it up and running on your PC. Maybe you'll luck out and be one of those 180 lucky winners or however many there are this year. Uh, maybe we can find some ways to like sabotage and make the game awards last a little longer. <laughs> squeeze out a few extra Steam decks. Yeah, right? It's, maybe. What was it? Super Bowl 40 something <laughs> when the lights, the lights went, went out? Went out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe trip a couple breakers. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Uh, all right. Well, I think we are all done covering news for this week. Uh, a couple other minor things that are on the cutting room floor. If you want to look into it yourself, uh, Sifu is getting a live action movie that'll be written by the person who wrote John Wick. Yeah. Also, Amnesia, which is a series that Josh and I love, they're releasing their next game titled The Bunker. There's an announcement trailer online you can go check out if you would like. And then uh, just as a reminder to everyone out there, you can sign up on Patreon if you want to get bonus episodes. You can do that at MultiplayerSquad.com. You can follow us on socials everywhere at MultiplayerPod. And we hope that you'll come back for a quick take episode on Saturday. And then we will have our deep dive of Evil West on Monday. So evil. So evil. So west. So west. So west. <laughs> so, yes. Sorry. It's been a day. So evil and so west. All right. Well, we'll catch you guys next time. And until then, happy gaming. Cheers, all. All right. See you, everybody.